We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. You're listening to One More Thing. Oh, and One More Thing. Wait a minute, there is one more thing I forgot about. Just one more thing. But we do have one more thing. Oh, and one more thing. That one more thing really comes back to our theme for today. It is one more thing. Wait, wait, wait. One more thing. From the Dixon Trouble studio in Victor, New York, you are listening to episode 72 of One More Thing. It is a pleasure to be back talking to you. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Andrew Knobloch. I'm going to bring in my co-host, my wedding DJ, a man of questionable taste in an NBA (laughs) fandom, Mike McGinnis. Mike, what is up, man? Hey, well, yesterday it was downpouring, but today is very sunshiny out, and I think it's a good omen for this podcast. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Mike, who's with us today? Well, first, a quick shout out. Uh, It's our last day for our beloved social and Content intern Claire Mannion. You may have recognized her from the last podcast. Claire, thanks for being with us one more time. Thanks for having me back. Claire, she's the best. She's (laughs) the best. Um, Well, guys, today, exciting news. Exciting news. I have somebody who I've talked with many times and often talked at length about many things. Um, She was the 2018 PRSA Executive of the Year. Also, fellow ENFP, uh, this is the Roberts Wesleyan College. We've got President Dina Porterfield here. Welcome. Yes, thank yeah, you. Good to, Great to be you here. here. Great to be um, here. I'm a little concerned. We have two ENFPs and we have two ISFJs, Uh-oh. and uh, this could, be, oh, this could get right. firy. Oh. That's yeah. Keep us on track. Yeah, we yeah. will. We will. <laughs> that's the key. Um, Dina, my first question for you. It, it's something near and dear to my heart, okay. and it goes something like this. Uh, similar to the coveted mystery of the teacher's lounge, where us as kids were very interested in, is there any special top secret hangout spots that you get access to now that you're the executive of the year? <laughs> there are no special special hangouts. Is, that, is that a lie? Is that a lie? That is, is that what you're lie. supposed to say? No, that's not a lie. That's not a lie. You know, and uh, no, there's not anything I wish. If there is, maybe somebody needs to tell me. Oh, you. Oh, they haven't told you. Maybe no, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh. Maybe I just don't know yet. No. Um, I use my same spots. Oh, you use your same spots, park yeah. in the same spots, go in the same doors. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Well, if you find out anything. I know. Me. It'd be great to know. Yeah. No. Uh, congratulations Anyone out on there, that. please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations on the award. How did you feel you. learning that you learned that you won that? You know, I, it's always humbling and surprising to find out that you've won an award. And um, But I'm so proud. And I'm proud for Roberts Wesleyan College because, you know, part of our goal is to be known in the community in a greater way. And so when you're recognized in this way, you're able to showcase the college which is really nice. Now, Roberts Wesleyan College, as with all other colleges, are about to get back into session. Absolutely. Um, So I'm wondering, how does the start of the new school year affect you? How excited do you get? What are you Mm -hmm. looking forward to? Those sorts of things. Right. So it does affect me. Yeah, I believe it. (laughs) Actually, um, one of the days I love most is orientation weekend. When the new students come and and returning students move back on campus at the undergraduate level, there's just an energy. Though we have classes year-round with our adult programs uh, and summer school, it's just different when the dorms are full, when the parking lots are full, when students are eating in the dining hall, it just gives such an energy to the campus. So I love that. You know, the athletic events start up again. There's just so much happening that way. So I look forward to that. It does gear up. I'm feeling that gear up. I started this week. I thought, wow, okay, here we go. And in a few weeks, we'll do our big faculty staff kickoff and then start classes on the 27th. What's your favorite question to answer about the college? Because Mm -hmm. you get probably millions of questions from students, faculty. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite one where you're like, oh, Oh, I know the answer to this one. I yeah. got this one. It's all set. Yes. And so why does Roberts Wesleyan College exist? Nice. It exists to graduate women and men who know how to connect their head to their heart and engage their hands. 
Whoa, that's and that's our show. There you go. Well, thank you for coming in. (laughs) So good. Goodness. Um, Now I don't know if people of the podcast know this. I'm an alumni of Roberts Wesleyan College, and I met President Porterfield years ago. At this point, now, yeah, four. Um, Four was it? Four years ago. Yes. There we go. Four yeah. years ago, and uh, as soon as we met, I was like, "Oh, this is exciting! This is exciting!" Because we started clicking all over the place, right? And talking about all sorts of things. I have a question for you about. I was just watching this before you came in. Okay. There are so many YouTube videos that you are a part of right now. If you just go <laughs> really? out into the YouTube world and, and Google or YouTube your name, yeah, there's just like videos on videos. There's like Snapchat videos. There's like promotional videos. There's like hype videos. All sorts of videos. Yes. You're okay with being like visible within the college and around you're asking people to take like if I see you go ahead and take a picture like I'm gonna take a picture of you guys you take a picture of me and all that stuff can you tell me about that aspect of being the president of Roberts yeah so you know that's all based on your own personality and what you enjoy definitely so I know that not every president is as video happy (laughs) maybe as as I am but um one of the things that I know is based on the gifts that I have is how to communicate out verbally and how to do that um through video and radio and otherwise, which is why I love a podcast like this, right? Absolutely. I'm not saying I have the best uh, delivery on everything, but I have a sense that I can communicate the passion and the heart and the meaning and uh, the vision for the college and the seminary both. And that's why I do it. So when I do those videos, um, I get asked to do them. Yes. About 80% of the time. I I totally believe that. um, And then the other 20 is about what do we need to communicate and what messages do we need to give out through a video or through a, a broadcast of some sort. So I enjoy it. Um, there's a there's a rule we have though. You can't write me a script. You have to give me bullets. Oh, and the that. best take is gonna be the best take. The first take is gonna be the best take. That's just the bottom line. Because uh, you give me the bullets and that that's better. But if you ask me to read a script, it is not gonna work. Well, that's why they call you one take Porterfield. They do, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Now, they do. now this thing I makes sense. I actually have they, that they, reputation. They really do. <laughs> and because if you get into the second, third, then I'm thinking too much. And it's not coming as an ENFP from the heart and uh, from the experience of what I'm trying to communicate. You talked about the passion of the college. Is there any story that that you've come across that, you know, in in a microcosm, that story exemplifies exactly what Roberts means to Mm -hmm. you, to the community, all of that? So there are hundreds of stories of amazing students that have gone through right and have really connected their head to their heart and engaged their hands. And so what I um, like to say is, A Roberts alum is someone that you want to hire because they know what's right and wrong. They have an ethical practice to them and an understanding. They know how to stand for injustice, but know how to do that in a way that brings the community together. And there's somebody you want as a neighbor, someone you want Mm. to work for and someone you want as a neighbor. So the stories, I'm trying to think, I could give you story after story of students who you want to work with. And so the difference is this motto we've had for 153 years. We're in 153rd year. And that motto is education for character. So what does character mean? It's this development of not just your academic mind, but also this spiritual component, because we are a Christian college, and that puts into practice how you do life every single day. And that is the service component. That's excellent. And actually, I got to say, it has worked to my friend to my right here, Mike, because we get in these discussions because we sit about four feet from each other in our okay. office yeah. and we get in these discussions all the time about ethics and all this stuff and we talk about <laughs> how the meeting go what would you have done and right. i could tell 
some, there's something there because it's it's definitely built into Mike for sure. Hmm. Now this is there's a question from Mike Schwabel that we got that plays right into this. Okay. So this I'm going to read it to you okay. right now. He said, uh, "So many colleges with religious roots seem to be ab- abandoning those mm-hmm. roots for a more secular approach to education. Mm-hmm. How has Robert's commitment to being a Christian institution of higher learning helped you continue to grow?" Right. So I think it is one of our distinctives. So that's how it helps us continue to grow, and we cannot apologize for it because it's who we are, right? Um, but I think there's pressure to, right, in society to say, ooh, maybe, you know, what does it mean to be faith-based? Is that rule-following and those pieces? And it's really not about rule-following. It's about learning how to put a faith into your day-to-day life. And that's what I love about Roberts, right? Because we're able to do that with students. And so this this thought that, um, what if we were to remove that from Roberts? Then we have removed our distinctive of who we are. So whether you're an athlete, a musician, uh, a doctor, a lawyer, a social worker, a teacher, a business person, whatever it is, you're gonna walk away knowing how to integrate this idea of character and faith and ethics into your day-to-day life. This is funny because it's like me listening to my experience oh. going through yeah. Roberts Wesleyan College. Mm-hmm. So to see you well, thank and like you for talk affirming to you, it. this is great. No, this is great. This is great for me. I love it. It's got goosebumps. But, but you know, trying to hold on to it, what does that mean? So when I arrived four years ago, I did a listening tour uh, within the community and there were questions about, so who are we going to be? Are we going to continue to be this? Not because we wanted to leave our faith-based Uh, position, but what will it look like in the future? And we spent two and a half years doing an institutional identity conversation, Mm. starting at the board, then with our faculty and staff to say, this is our heritage. This is who we are. And part of, of continuing it means understanding it and knowing who we are and then making sure we lead forward. And Uh, Along the journey for the first time in uh, 2015, 2016, we developed our first college logo. And if you were to look at that, with the help of Dixon Schwabel, (laughs) side note, uh, outstanding, outstanding logo, but it was to be able to tell the story of Roberts Wesleyan College. And on it, there is 1866, that represents education for character for 153 years, a cross, which is Christ-centered, a flame, which is transformational learning, and an abstract hand, which is service. And that allows us to tell our story even through a logo. And by putting that out there, we actually made a greater statement of who we are in this community. Now, these these like different morals and values, they don't just stay at Roberts on campus when people are there. They also kind of travel around. And I know that you right. have been out and about recently. Where have you been and what have you been doing? Right, right. <laughs> Carmen so San Diego. What is right. that? Yeah. Where in the world? Um, well, I've been around the world this year. Um, so this summer, um, I had the opportunity to travel to see um, our honors program students in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And we have a new uh, honors program, which is really outstanding in the model. It, you spend your first two years, um, you apply for the program. The first year you're connected into the city around your discipline and what that looks like and modeling that and um, investigating what your discipline looks like in Rochester, as well as the research that you're doing. And then the second year you prepare for a trip for three weeks to live in Sao Paulo, Brazil, Brazil in San Bernardo, this, uh, the area of San Bernardo, and you take classes Mm. Students take classes uh, for three weeks. They learn Portuguese and they learn how to do it in their discipline in the area. So our pre-med and nursing students 
uh, were able to go to the largest hospital in Sao Paulo and uh, and watch an autopsy. Can you imagine? Oh my right? um, Our communication oh. students learned the language and how to understand the language in a different way. Every discipline was able to do a little deeper research. So I had the privilege of going that last week to see their presentations in Portuguese as well as their presentations around what they learned academically. And wow. um, it was just this amazing experience. So into their sophomore year, those students will come back next year um, knowing a little bit of Portuguese, some very fluent very quickly, um, and but having a cultural experience that they bring back to Rochester to this campus. And then we were home a couple weeks and then we went to Dublin, Ireland. And um, this was actually to see our daughter who just um, actually walked across the stage in May as a social work major, but needed to finish her practicum and internship um, and by doing her hours. And she uh, was able to, through the help of Roberts, do three and a half months. She has been living in Ireland and she's been working with a company called Sparazi, which is asylum seeker company to help, uh, organization to help people kind of make their way back into Ireland, as well as a camp that hosts, uh, it's a Christian camp that hosts families um, from some of the poorest areas of Dublin. So she's been doing this work for three and a half months. She'll come home shortly. um, And we went to visit her and see her. Man. So... Man. Yeah, it was great. And we jumped over to uh, Edinburgh, Scotland for a weekend. Did you, you, made, you made a quick trip. You got to <laughs> do it. That whole Ryanair thing. I don't know it's if you've great. ever heard of it. That's that's a cheap flight, right? Yeah, it's like right. 60 bucks round trip. You got you to get on that. Yeah, you may want to cut that. I don't know. <laughs> Keep it. We love it. We we'll love advertisement travel. from yeah. Ryanair. <laughs> uh, we, so obviously you're in a advertising, marketing, public relations building. Um, you know, you have a... That we were just talking about, you know, uh, millennials and Gen Xers and Gen Zers, and we're all so different. Uh, how, how do you market Roberts Wesleyan? Like, how do right. you all these different audiences you need to attract? What are the steps that you take right. at your position? So, well, the first thing is you hire a, a wonderful agency to help you investigate <laughs> that, which we did. All right, now, now we're in the ad portion, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> um, but I think you have to listen to the students. Um, the The challenging part is the students um, want to select the college, but the parents are critical in that decision. Mm. And those are different generations and different values of which what they're looking for too, right? And so I think the the tricky part on that is trying to make sure that you're resonating with where students are at and where parents are at all at the same time. And so I will say um, one of our focus uh, points, at least in my four years, has been to rebrand, not um, change the brand of Roberts Wesleyan College, but to rebrand it in a way that we would be known. And part of that was the new logo. Part of it is even how we're communicating who we are and where we're locating ourselves. So, um, you know, we talk about an award that may be won. To me, that's a reflection that we're doing good work in getting Robert's name out there, mm-hmm. right? It Definitely. means we're present. So when Roberts wins um, from the Rochester Business Journal, the top undergraduate program for the second year in a row by readers, readers' choice, that tells me that we're known in the community in a different way. You can't measure everything by that, but you're known. So what are we doing that's making ourselves known? What are the programs that we're offering and how are we communicating it out there? And I think we've done a good job trying to get that idea, but you know, it's a moving target. It's always moving. What works for one student doesn't work for another. Um, And so you're trying to do your best to be clear on who you are so that students can make the right decision so they're not surprised when they get there. 
Beautiful. As the reigning executive of the year, right? <laughs> reigning, I just realized that in my head. I was like, wait a second. This is a reigning right, champ now right now. now. It's a title defense thing. Title yeah, defense, right? right, right, right title right, defense. Right, yeah. um, <laughs> you and I both are ENFPs, and we like yes. to jump around, and we like new shiny things a lot of the time. Yeah. I wonder how that, how does that play into your role at Roberts? Yeah. So um, I'll tell you, winning the awards is, is hard to receive uh, for me, you know, um, because I see it as the reason I do my work is for Roberts. Mm -hmm. It's not for Dina. It is to get Roberts out there. So um, I go and I receive um, with, I have to tell myself I'm doing this so that, you know, Roberts can be there because um, it's not in my MO to stand up and, and receive those, is, even though you would think so. Right, sure. because of the temperament, but the temperament is about the activity. The temperament is not about right. the award. Right? Yeah. See, this is right? good stuff. This is the good stuff. <laughs> so people think, oh, you're all about that, and you know, you've always you always get this award or whatever. No, the purpose behind it. I'm doing this work for a deeper meaning and a deeper cause to get uh, Roberts and Northeastern Seminary, which is another organization that that is under this as well out and public so that people know they have a choice in this type of education that can be so transformational in their life. That's why I do it. As far as the other leaders that are involved with Roberts Wesleyan or that you've been involved with throughout your years, um, what is it that you look for uh, in, in like a good leader? What do you mm. look for and you're like, that's, that's, what, that's, what I'm, that's what I've seen in this person. I want more of that. Right. So definitely you have to be able to do the job of which I'm hiring it for, mm -hmm. right? So if I'm hiring a CFO, they got to be able to do finance. Of course. Um, so you got to make that all work. <laughs> Seems like a fair... Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Seems fair uh, by you <laughs> as a leader. Um, but I think, um, I think it is about um, self-awareness. Mm -hmm. I think it's about um, willingness to um, listen and lead um, where needed with confidence, um, where you need to back away and let somebody else take the lead. Um, it is a it is a strong yet humbled position of leadership. That's what I'm looking for. And so, and I want somebody that absolutely believes in the organization. If you if you don't come saying, man, I think I can make a difference here, and I believe in what Roberts is doing, it's gonna be really hard for me to probably hire you. And the most important thing we do is hire. Mm -hmm. It sets the the tone and the continued vision of the institution. Let me ask you this. I'm I'm kind of into um, like weird, quirky things. So okay. there was a couple of weeks where I woke up every day at 5:20 because I read about it and said, if you start the same okay. day every time, you get used to it. Do you have anything like that that you're like, this is just a belief? I have to have scrambled eggs on Saturdays or something like that <laughs> that uh, people would be interested in hearing about. Oh, I wish I did. I wish I had some quirky. <laughs> I mean, I'm just quirky, but right. um, I don't know that I have anything that's that's like. Okay, I'll tell you a funny thing today. You can decide if this is worth it. <laughs> um, so I'm going to get my hair cut after this appointment here. Oh, so, okay. I know. So normally, I think for four straight years since being here and years prior to that, you would never see me with no bangs. Okay. So one of my quirky things is I'm a very intense, big-eyed, lean-in, strong person. So I wear bangs to soften the intensity of my leadership. Really? I do. We go. Today I do not have them because I'm going to get my hair cut. And it was the first day at work that I did not do that. I walk <laughs> in the office. I am not kidding you. I walk into the building and somebody comes out of another door and says, Dina, are you okay? You look a little intense right now. 
I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, and you just leaned in when you said that answer, too. And I'm like, I think she didn't like my question. (laughs) But there's a visual. You have to know yourself so well, right? right? So I know that my hands are going to fly. My voice is going to get loud and my eyes are going to get big. This is really intimidating when your eyes get really big and I lean into you. So I need a little bang to relax that. Now, I can't do the example, but, but it's true. So that's a quirky thing about me. I wear answer. bangs for yeah. that. You wear, have you ever, this is, not now I'm asking questions that I've experienced, and I'm just wondering if you've, have you ever hit anybody with your hands when you're talking about something? <laughs> I do go, I do end up like tapping people like, oh yes, oh yes, like, oh yes. Like, really aggressive so, taps on the but arm. But not and, like accidentally. I've never really, because I, I don't I've done that to a few people in malls and it didn't go yeah. over well. Yeah. And I understand. Right. I'm worried I'm, I'm hijacking one of Claire's questions, but do you have a song that gets you like super hyped like you, you turn it on and then before you walk into the office this is the last song you play in your car oh, yeah. and then next thing you know you're sprinting in your office and like people like, see her in her car and she's just banging out present Porterfield again so uh, I do have a couple songs um, there's a, a song called stand up that was done by varying artists it was a cancer song okay um, that was done um, years ago I love that song um, I love um, uh, this song called Jesus Is by the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. Mm. And it just, it pumps me up. I mean, so my commute's like literally a minute and a half. And so I got to get to the fast song right away to make that happen. Right. So Very good. Um, I just saw Mission Impossible last night and it was pretty awesome. I'm a big fan. Okay. Uh, but I was wondering, is there a book and or movie that is one of your favorites that you can just share with us real quick? Yeah. So, okay. My favorite movie is uh, uh, While You Were Sleeping with Sandra Bullock. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'll just Write tell you that. that. And Write here's that why down. I like it it is hilarious it is hilarious i'm laughing entirely through the whole thing now it's a romantic comedy whatever but the dad is funny the mom is i mean the just the characters it's like everything you'd want to be sitting with a family laughing about so um as far as books okay this sounds so so relaxed but my favorite book is actually called sabbath finding rest and renewal for your busy life and or busy lives and by wayne moeller and that book for a personality like mine and how to find rest and renewal it probably was the most impactful book that i had ever read what are some tips it gave oh so it talked about like um you know um when you come into your house um put your keys and your phone everything in a basket by the door Mm. leave it find that rest light a candle when you're going to do something that is about rest, just light a candle, and that signifies that you're going to go in a different space. Um, there is different activities like that, but mostly that you can find rest and renewal. It doesn't. I thought it had to be one big day every week, or I have to get away on some retreat. That you can find rest and renewal in small moments throughout your day if you're intentional to go find that space or to stop yourself. So it's a very powerful book. Uh, but before we get to Claire, I do have one more question, and what I heard. I think when I was in, I don't think I heard it until I was in college, but it was a simple idea that like leaders are readers, readers are leaders, that sort of thing. Yes. And you came in with a book, you had a book already in your hands. I was like, yeah. oh my goodness, she doesn't stop over here. She right. just keeps going. <laughs> uh, but as far as pieces of advice go, is there yeah. any that was ever given to you that you were like, that's a good piece of advice? Oh, I've got so many. Yeah. I had a wonderful mentor. Um, so I guess uh, the one that I would share is... Um, that we all are responsible for ourselves. So the best leadership lesson, the best lesson for life is self-awareness. If you know yourself enough through a Myers-Briggs test, through a strength finder, through whatever disc, there's so many assessments and you can really reflect on who you are, you will bring your best self in then to work and know how to manage that in the right organization, you know? 
Man, we are golden nuggets, guys. We are, we are flying, Mike. <laughs> yeah, this is this golden. is the best 22 minutes of my week so far. <laughs> Maybe of my year. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I, I've got nothing else. I mean, this has been this has been great. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, Dino. I, we've we've given you some some hard hitting questions, but they're yeah. nothing compared to what you're about to get. <laughs> okay, here we go, from Claire. So, Claire, what's going on over here, and what do you have for us today? We're just gonna do a couple rapid fire questions. Oh gosh. Here. Okay. <laughs> All right, rapid fire. Here All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Soft ice cream or hard ice cream? Hard. Favorite holiday? Christmas. What's one fashion trend you never understood? Bell bottoms. <laughs> if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, man. Mexican food? Agreed. Any favorite Mexican Agreed. places? California, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, California. Yeah, California. I get it. I get right. it. Makes yeah. sense. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> Morning or night person? Night. Absolutely. Strangest thing that you have in your purse or your wallet? Right now? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Her bangs. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's just going to cut those off and then keep them. Um, I really don't. You know, I just minimized my purse down to something small because of travel, and I haven't gone back to the big, so uh, portable... Uh, Travel size nail file. I don't. I mean, okay. I really don't right. have a lot yeah. in there. All right. right now. Can I interrupt this real quick? Yeah. Is there something with ENFPs and nighttime? Because Mike I, is also yes. a night well, person. I'm keeping a running tally of how many of our answers are the same. Oh, so okay. That's how this is. Is that going. just a thing or nighttime? I don't know. I, I'm definitely not a morning person. I mean, that whole I tried six months getting up at six a.m. every day or yeah. whatever, and I'm going to do this. No. I mean, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I get up. I make myself do it. But um, it is difficult. I am. I actually can do start my best thinking even at about 10. Yep. Yeah. So I'm in the office, but my best thinking happens starting at 10, and I can whip out a project from about 3 o'clock to about 8. It is fascinating you say this, because what got me off of that kick, although I like to play basketball in the yeah. mornings, but what got me off of that is I read an article that talked about people are different and each have their prime time, mm-hmm. and it's about maximizing your prime time. Mine is, mine is 6 a.m. to 10, Mike's is 10, a, 10 p.m. to 2. I'll yeah. have to find the article and send it to you, because yeah. that's exactly what you just described. Exactly. Yeah. And this whole trying to fit each other in a box so when I took this role as um, president you know my mind is okay I gotta be there every like 90% of the presidents I spoke to get there at like 5.30 to 7 somewhere in the morning I'm like oh my gosh this is not gonna work oh no 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 and then I found one or two presidents that said my best time is in the evenings and I don't start my work and some of them till 10 Mm. now I mine is I start in the office at 8.30 um, which is still pushing it from when others get in there. But um, I did a hard line on that. So I don't do a lot of early breakfast because, again, I'm, if I do that, because I'm going to fill the rest of my day right. till about 9 or 10 sure, yeah. with activities for Roberts, mm-hmm. then you know I'm not going to be good at 7 a.m. having breakfast with you. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. I'm going to be like, yeah, so let me tell you about Roberts. <laughs> where where <laughs> do the bangs go? She seems right. a little tense this morning. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Claire. Oh, okay, next great. one. Thank Sorry. you. All right, you've been traveling a lot. What's the coolest place you've ever been? Oh, wow. Coolest place I've ever been, I would say Lithuania. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right, lowest grade you've ever gotten in school in what subject? Oh, gosh. Okay, so this is terrible. Okay, uh, I went to a Christian University in Southern California, and the only D I received was in a Bible class, Corinthians. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but I tried really hard in it. Good, good. So, yeah. (laughs) All right. I got a D. (laughs) (laughs) What's the first thing you would buy if you were given a million dollars? How about the first thing I would do is I would establish a certain type of scholarship to um, develop future leaders. 
awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the last movie you watched? Uh, we just saw Mamma Mia 2. Whatever was that, that fun? It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, okay, you know, I like singing and dancing. You're right. so. <laughs> Still got to see that one. Um, what's your ideal outdoor temperature? Okay, so uh, <laughs> it would be about an 85 to 90 with no humidity. No. no Absolutely. Yeah, I was like, this... you, you, you don't know dry heat here. So. I don't. <laughs> I mean, You're right. so, don't. so no humidity at 85 to 90 feels like about 75 to 78 here. Okay. On a warm day with no humidity. Yeah. I can do that. Okay. All right, last one, and most importantly, is a hot dog a sandwich? No. There you have it. All right. Would, oh, what just happened? It was a great <laughs> question and uh, just the most assertive answer. A hot, a hot dog's not, it's not a sandwich? Not a sandwich? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. There you go. I, yeah. I don't think a hamburger is a sandwich either, though. Oh, wow. I mean, I don't know if I think either of them are sandwiches, but for the sake of this. Well, they're in their own categories? Yes. Yeah. Hot dogs, hamburgers, yeah. sandwiches. Okay. Yeah. It's good, good luck. You have 500 versions of it. You know, yeah, that's a great whatever, point. right? That's I mean, great point. <laughs> Well, President Porterfield, this has mm. been outstanding. Is there mm. anything else you'd like to wrap up with, promote, plug? Oh. You're going to get a haircut. I know that's that's obviously very important. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, I guess what I would I'd love to just plug and say that um, you know Roberts is this wonderful institution on the west side of Rochester. We're not in Buffalo. I know people think we're really out there. We're about 15 minutes from the downtown Rochester, and uh, we have 1,750 amazing students who are making a difference in this world every single day. And over 18,000 alumni that are applying and putting into practice that idea of connecting the head to the heart and engaging the hands. And um, anyone that's interested in finding out more, give us a call. We'd love to see you. How can people find you? You're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. And those are open accounts. And I run those myself. Awesome. Um, oh, you run them yourself. I do. Oh, I even know how to Insta story. Let's go. Oh, right. okay. um, I am on Facebook, but that you have to request me mm-hmm. and I, I accept. But the other ones I am open. And um, what you'll see on most of, of my um, posts, really, it's about Roberts. It's about Northeastern Seminary and the work that we're doing. Occasionally, you'll see my beautiful granddaughters. I have two of them. Uh, but for the most part, you'll see the exciting things happening at Roberts. And uh, I love to post that. So awesome. follow me. Um, I think it's um, uh, Roberts Prez at, on the Twitter account, and it's Dina Porterfield. And it's Dina, D-E-A-N-A. Looks like Deanna. It looks like gets it all the time. <laughs> My whole life. Very good. Thank you so much for Thank joining you. us. This has been awesome. Uh, yeah, just really great, Mike. Right? I can't believe two ENFPs kept this under an hour. I know. Unbelievable. Way High five go. for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.